This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? I'm back here with Year of the Cobra. We got John and we got Amy, the Barry Smiths. They are hanging out in their practice space. Is that looks pretty cool. Yeah. 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 We actually, the band doesn't practice here, but yeah, this is kind of our little music studio for the house. Little home studio. All right. So when you said the band doesn't practice here, you just mean you two, right? Like yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. we a... don't practice here. Okay, okay. But we play in it's, here. This is like our detached garage that we converted into our little home studio. So the, our band is way too loud. To we can't play. It. Yeah, too we many would, neighbors. We would bum out the entire the entire neighborhood. So. <laughs> So we just have them to trust us. You know? yeah. <laughs> we can't break that trust. But I'm just kidding. Was it was that a project that you guys did the conversion uh, during the pandemic? No, no, we did this a couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a few years ago. Amy owns a music school, so she teaches out of here, and I teach out of here one day a week too. So, how is that? Uh, how has that been uh, for you guys during this past you know 17 months? Have you guys been able to keep it in? Uh, in practice and whatnot and keep the business yeah, open it, it's gone pretty well i have to admit yeah it's it's done well I, I didn't lose very many students and i ended up getting more than i lost and i started getting some students you know far away like i have several from san francisco yeah um so yeah, yeah. I, I think what it's done is it's kind of just opened a door mm-hmm. you know to, to you know I don't know. What's cool now is that, you know, somebody's not feeling well, they go, Oh, let's just have the lesson virtual instead. Yep. You know what I mean? Rather than let's just cancel it. Like, Oh, we've got a little cold. We'll just do it virtually. Or, you know, I can't make that time. Let's do a virtual one at like 10. You know yep. what I mean? So it's kind of actually made it easier. That's cool. That's, yeah. that's really rad that, uh, I mean, I have done a lot of interviews with people I would probably would never get to meet in person. Uh, you know, like I got to interview Rob Halford. I don't think he would probably Rob make time. I don't, I don't think he would make time to like do like a little, you know, radio interview before a Judas Priest show, but you know, I've heard, things like uh, that. So I listened to a couple podcasts, you know, where mm-hmm. he's been interviewed. He seems just like such a sweet dude. Well, he was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Was it super cool? It, he was, he was a really nice guy. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. So and cool. it, uh, so you were, were you mentioned that there's uh, someone you know that practice that's learning from you in San Francisco. Uh, do you think that they'll make it to your show? Oh, in San Francisco for sure. Cool. Yeah, they'll go. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Absolutely. 
see what I'm trying to do is transition to the fact that reason we're talking is because <laughs> you're going to be going out on a mini tour. Uh, yeah. This is uh, you guys are road dogs. And this past, you know, 17 months has probably been a bit of a shock to you. Uh, probably the most at home you've been in years. Is that right? Oh my God. Absolutely. By far. Yeah, it was, it was weird, but uh, at the same time, it was the pause button that we kind of needed, you know, mm-hmm. um, our kids are getting older and we were hitting it so hard and on the road, you know, five to six, seven months out of the year. Um, so it was nice just to kind of not have to have that stress and be home and recalibrate and spend time with each other outside of being in a van. Cause you know, we, we started taking our kids on tour yeah. as well. Um, which was fun. It was great, you know, but to be home and again, not have to be going a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a nice, nice little break to be honest. <laughs> I have to ask though, do you think that your kids are starting to get annoyed now? They want you out. They're like, all right. We actually kind of do. It's, it's changed it's, yeah. before we go to rehearsal and they'd be like, I can't, I'm so sad you're leaving. I don't want you to leave. And now they're like, is Lena coming? Which is the babysitter. Is she yeah. coming tonight? Is she get, she's not coming. <laughs> so, so they're like ready. Like uh, my girlfriend's cat, you know, she, when she was working from home, I, th- I could tell the cat was like, wanted its own alone time. I was like, come yeah. on. Like, are Kids you? are like cats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm assuming you guys have been, you know, in, in, in preparation for this, probably practicing a lot. Have you been writing at all? Uh, you know, or is that something you can't talk about quite yet? No, uh, it's, it we, a- we did some writing over COVID actually. We, yeah. we did release some songs. Um, oh, actually there's another one that's going to be released soon, mm-hmm. uh, during COVID that we recorded at home, mm-hmm. uh, like on our computer. So we even went down to Portland to record, track some, yeah, track yeah. some stuff. John tracks and drums uh, with Jack and Dino here yeah. during COVID. So we did a kind of that kind of stuff, and it was mainly just kind of uh, covers that we did during the time. Yeah, for compilations and stuff. Yeah, which is which is really fun to do. You know, it's fun to kind of do something different. Um, we've been writing some, but we haven't really spent a lot of time really diving into it. One of the funny things about COVID is that people think, oh, it must be easy for you guys because it's just the two of you. You guys can go practice. But we have kids and we need somebody to come and watch them when we go practice, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it was this balance of, you know, do we invite somebody, you know, mm-hmm. to come into our house right now, you know? Um, yeah. And also, like, right when the lockdown happened, I kind of thought like, you know, cause we both write songs for the band, like, Oh, I'll just, we'll all just sit down and, you know, go in garage band and like, you know, just write a bunch of riffs, but man, it was hard to get inspired. Like, yep. you know, it was just to be creative and all the stuff that at least I wrote, I went back and listened to months later. I was like, that's garbage. <laughs> you know, like we can't use that. It was also hard because, you know, because we have kids and the kids were home. So I don't have those hours when they're at school mm-hmm. <laughs> to have peace and quiet and actually work on anything. And they were doing virtual schooling, but a lot of the time I had to help them with school. So really I had less time than I normally would have, you know, where I think a lot of people thought, Oh, you're working from home. You have more time. You know, yeah. I think a lot of people that were single that didn't have kids yeah. really found that they had more time and people that did have kids and families found like, wow, I have to actually be the teacher now and be the, you know, mom and be the, you know, like, you have mm-hmm. all these extra hats that you have to wear. It's really, really, it was really difficult. 
This my, is awesome. my sister has four little kids and she's getting her master's and she works a job. Oh my God. Wow. Can you imagine that last the last like 16, 17 months? God, yeah. It's really it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. So well, we're hopefully toward the semblance of normalcy. Who knows about, you know, it's it's a, it's almost like you can't really make plans more than a few days out because who knows, but like, at least, you know, people are going to be going to these shows and, and, um, you know, we're going to be able to, to at least go out there and see some rad, um, you know, loud music. And again, uh, you're starting at, at Bremerton at the Minette saloon. And that's on August 13th. Uh, I posted on the metal shop Facebook page, you're the Cobra's first show back is at El Corazon. And someone promptly corrected me said, nah, man, Bremerton, you're forgetting Bremerton. I said, okay, touche, touche. So, yeah, uh, that was funny because I I originally set out to book the Bremerton show just as kind of like a warm up, like mm-hmm. hey, kind of get out of Seattle, you know, after yeah. being road dogs and did yeah. not be on stage for a year and a half. Like, mm-hmm. we'll go play outside of Seattle and then we'll do the tour. And then I was talking with Tony from Moss Generator, and they were trying to book the Saturday. I'm like, well that's dumb. We need to combine the show. You yep. know, so the we first, can't play Friday. They play Saturday. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. sense. So our first show back is not going to be a little secret, the little small secret show. show. <laughs> it's going to no. be your over in Moss Generator in Bremerton. You know? yep. And that's <laughs> so, like their, their like home turf, man. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. It's we, we draw very well there. And then yeah, Tony and Moss being from there, it's going to be, yep. going to be packed. It'll be fun. Absolutely, man. And then uh, you guys are going to be heading down to Nevada City, California. Never been there, but I'm assuming it's kind of Bay Area, or it's, not... it's kind of by Tahoe. It's oh, okay, uh, yes, by Truckee. Totally right yes. by Truckee. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Nevada City. It's a very artsy, like cultural town. But it's it's for whatever reason, it's got this great music scene. Like it's become a stop for touring bands. That okay, on your way to the Bay Area from wherever mm-hmm. else play Nevada city and they're great shows. That's awesome. And then you're going to be playing bottom of the hill, San Francisco, and then back on El Corazon on August 27th, September 10th, you're going to be playing Bellingham. You're going to be playing September 11th at Portland. So this is like the mini tour coming back. You guys are, are road dogs. You guys are, are, are road tested greased wheels. But after 17, 18 months off, are you nervous? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't live. It's okay. We ain't live. We ain't, we ain't live. Apologize for the language, but yes, we are. I'm, just, I'm excited. <laughs> I think what like what we're not really ready for. I mean, because we've been practicing a lot. Yeah. Been playing and you know getting our setlist together, but I think what we're not totally ready for yet is carrying all of the equipment. <laughs> like, mm. We're so used to carrying it in yeah. and out and in yeah. and out every single day. And we actually there's one date that you didn't say, which is Sacramento. We're playing on Sunday, the twenty like no, the twenty second, something like that. Okay. And it's upstairs, you oh, know, no. <laughs> it's several flights of stairs. It seems like it's a very long stairs staircase and we have to carry everything up and back down so yeah. that, that's what i'm honestly i need to be well and time to hit the gym yeah just for me i i totally smashed myself snowboarding and i was actually in the hospital for four or five days god damn um so i had to like rehab all of my muscles and mm-hmm. everything so for me i'm like do i have like cardio back up and mm-hmm. can i yeah. handle being on the road for five days even though we've been on the road for 35 days at a time, but yeah, it's, uh, but 
you know, I've, I've done my due diligence and worked hard at it. And I know I'm ready, but it's just like mentally. Yeah. Getting back into it. Absolutely. Well, um, you guys are big, like, um, you know, international travelers. I know it's probably been hard for you guys not to be able to, you know, tour in the summer and see your friends over overseas and see your friends all. Oh, I'm sure there's plenty of people messaging you like, we miss you guys. Um, do you guys have any plans to go overseas again or is it too early to know? Uh, no, absolutely. We'll be back uh, to Europe in September of 2022. Um, and also as with most bands, 2020 was going to be like our biggest touring yep. year to date. Like we had some really massive tours lined up that were kind of a bummer to cancel and, you know, not going to dwell on that. It, it is what it is, but uh, looking forward to getting back to Europe in 2022 and we're playing a festival in Poland with Napalm Death, which yeah, yeah super rad and a bunch of other rad bands. So we'll be back for sure. So uh, now that, things are starting to come back to normal and you know we're at least getting some shows back and 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 you're getting back to it with uh some at least a mini tour coming up um i have to ask uh and hopefully this isn't too traumatizing to relive this how many times did you book and have to cancel and rebook tours during this time or or did you just did you just ride it out and not even worry about it uh i mean all of 2020 we we did a west coast tour in February of 2020, and mm-hmm. we had the entire year booked out. Mm-hmm. It was it was like two Europe, going to Europe twice, right? Uh, a massive North American tour, and some other things like in progress for the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, those got shelved. One of the one of the European tours, um, they tried to kind of reschedule. That was going to be with Yob, and finally, there's like nope, just. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't try to schedule anything in 20, what are we in 20 in the end of in, in 2020. What year are we in? I know. Uh, I can't yeah. remember. And then, you know, this one, even, even this little mini tour, we were unsure about, you know, things were opening up, yep. but still we were like, ah, oh, should we go? Should we not go? Is this irresponsible? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, which is really why we booked something so small yeah. and kind of local, you know, just to be like, okay, let's test the waters. Let's see how everybody's doing, how everybody's yeah. feeling. Yeah you know, how the clubs are doing, you know? Yeah. It was weird. Cause we, you know, we had to start booking this tour. Jeez. Back in March of this year, you know, and you know, like, like Amy was saying, it's like with our booking agent, like, I mean, Should sure we? you can go right. ahead and book it, but is that going to be a bunch of work that you're going to do? And they have to pull the plug again, but you know, they're all pretty certain and adamant, like, Hey, I think things are going to open up and clubs yeah. obviously were eager to get back yeah. on the ball and, you know, cause they've been dormant for so long. Um, but yeah, it was weird. It's it weird, weird to kind of yeah. get back into the swing of things. I mean, it's, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome to see you guys back at it and, and um, socially awkward now. Cause I haven't gone to shows in 17 months and I'm like, what's yeah. going on. I'm going, I I'm, I'm stoked, but uh, you know, let, let's just jump back in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point it's like, you know, right. You got to try and get back to some sort of normal life, you know? Right. And, yep. I mean, that's not to say we don't, there's no hesitancy or, you know, concern, right. but we, we, everybody has to keep moving forward. We can't live under yeah. a rock, you know? And I mean, you know, for me and for sure, Amy, it's like, we've been not doing this band forever, but like playing shows since yeah. 
forever. I played my first show when I was 15 years old. My mom had to drive me there. You know, like this is my life. You know, yep. part of a huge part of me. So, yeah, super anxious to get back to it. So, aside from the band, what have you guys been doing to stay busy? Going on cool road trips, uh, hanging with the kids. I'm obviously. What have you guys been doing? Uh, Amy has taken up a new little pastime of being a little league umpire. umpire. <laughs> Whoa, cool. Yeah. Can you show us it. some signs? You're out. <laughs> Strike. Nice. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I never, I actually never really used that. <laughs> she had to call out her son on strikes. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, that's. <laughs> That's but, harsh. No, it was just something to do. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> but, something that got the adrenaline going. Uh, during the winter, we... Uh, Snowboarded. We're both avid snowboarders, so... Oh, yeah. Every spare every, second. Every spare second. Of the day. Like, yeah. You know? Going hard. And then, it, you know, they were virtual school, so we could, you know, go and they could do school there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would go after school on Friday. We'd go Saturday, Sunday. You know, it was every day that we could yeah. go. It's like every yeah. spare minute we had, we went. We were on the mountain, yeah. Uh, until he hurt himself. Until he hurt himself, which which right. we heard about. So, but it was like the end of the season anyway. So we had already. It was Almost. close, you yeah. know. So we we had a really good run, I thought. If you're gonna hurt yourself, might as well just be at the end. Yeah, yeah. better be, be, be at the end. Yeah. Better be at the exactly. So. Seriously. Uh, so I'm curious before we uh, go into a song here from from your album we, and we end things and, you know, you can go back to uh, whatever your evening was uh, happening. Um, I was curious about um, so unrelated to music and and um, or actually it could be related to music, whatever you want to want to uh, speak about. But obviously the past 17 months, 18 months or whatever, um, there's been just like, it's been just a crushing, almost soul crushing uh, amount of negativity and just like sadness and, and, and whatnot. But um, for you personally, uh, what has been something positive that has happened to you or come about in the past, you know, 17, 18 months or whatever, since you had to cancel all plans for 2020 and, I feel like our family has gotten closer. Yeah. And that to me is probably the most positive thing. And and I don't even mean just like the four of us. I think even with my sisters and my mom and yeah. you know what I mean? We started FaceTiming each other all the time. And now I see them and talk to them on a weekly basis, which That's I didn't awesome. before. And it's wonderful. And but you know, mm-hmm. but within our small nucleus, you know, John and I, I feel like we're already pretty tight. You know, but knowing that we can go through this together and be stuck at home together and not go out to restaurants and, you know, we just cooked a ton and, yeah. you know, but we're still super tight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was, I thought. Yeah, it was, awesome. I mean, even tighter. Yeah. Yes. It's like, yeah. We go out and we spend months on end in a tour van together. Yeah. You know, and we're still tight as nails, but then Sometimes, not being able to go anywhere. Yeah, not, you wonder if, like, you know, yeah, you got to be around each other and not like that at home, right? Where we know? don't have that to focus on. Like, are we still cool? And yeah. we're still cool. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, it was good. And our kids too became closer. You know, awesome. they started really playing together because they they couldn't really play with anybody else for a period of time. You know, and they found these games and things to do, and it was really like that was positive. That was really nice. Yeah, and uh, you know, my best friends don't live in Seattle. They one lives in Portland and two live in California. And like, mm-hmm. we're just constantly talking, 
you know, whether it was FaceTime right. or like our group text and it, it continues right. on now, you know, or it's, it was, it was awesome. It was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We discovered different ways of communicating, mm-hmm. I think, and keeping in touch, which was nice. Kind of necessity kind of bred creativity with with that as far as staying in, in contact with people. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that you guys were able to find something positive out of all of this. Uh, it's always about, you know, finding these silver linings and whatnot, but um, we're getting back to it, guys. We're getting back to it again, August 13th at Bremerton at the Manette Saloon. Uh, then you're going down to California and coming back with a show at El Corazon, August 27th, September 10th at Bellingham and 11th in Portland. Um, is there any final words, anything you guys want to say to the Northwest audience uh, before we let you go and coming back? Uh, we cannot wait to see everybody, our, our Seattle tribe and, uh, you know, all the fans that have been coming to our shows and a lot of them are our friends now. And, mm-hmm. um, I mean, really yeah. helped, been a big part of our success and us able to play Portland and, you know, West coast. And then, in, you know, eventually the U S and then go to Europe. It's like, it all started here. So <laughs> cannot wait. So Nelcore zone, um, is our home. They gave mm-hmm. us our first shot, you know, so mm-hmm. Dana and Pettybone and all those guys cannot wait to see them. Right on. You're the Cobra. We, we, we welcome you back again, August 13th at Bremerton, August 27th at El Corazon. Thanks a lot, Amy. Thanks a lot, John. Thank you so much, Kevin. Can't wait to see you, dude. We missed you. Yeah. I'll see you guys soon. Now I got to bleep myself out too. (laughs) I made it all. I made it the whole way. So we're good. You made it to almost the finish line. (laughs) Exactly.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 